Welcome to Balls and Brew, a podcast about beer and sports with your hosts, Johnny and Kevin. The mics are on. The glasses are full. It's time for Balls and Brew. In this segment of Balls and Brew, we discuss the the beginning of the Bucko Bruce error. The, the the hiring of Bruce Arians has brought about a level of excitement in this town in terms of coaching hires that has really hasn't been seen since the Gruden era. And in a way, it's even more exciting than the Gruden era because Gruden was more of the piece to try to put us over the top um, of, of a team in Dungeon Belt. And, um, <laughs> and, and Sam Weish, of course. Um, and a, um, whereas Bruce Arians is we're looking at bringing us out of multiple years of non-playoff doldrums. Um, so there's a lot of excitement around it. So we, um, we talk about the excitement, talk about things that we're excited, things about in terms of Bruce Arians, things we expect to see. Bruce Arians, is, uh, as you well know, is the former coach of the Arizona Cardinals and the Indianapolis Colts for a short period of time as well as the uh, former offense coordinator of the Pittsburgh Steelers where he won, won two Super Bowls. So there's a lot of excitement about it, but we, we not only talked about the excitement and what we expect, we also talked about uh, some of the uh, potential pitfalls in hiring a 66-year-old coach um, who retired and who, who you know, made there may be issues at hand uh, that are currently on the team and within him, potentially. And so we talked about all those things to try to give as much of an objective look as we could at as what we hope would be the beginnings of a very fruitful era in the Buccaneers' history. So sit, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Also, we talked about this on with, I'm sorry, I almost forgot, new equipment. We're very excited about that. So we talked a little bit about the new equipment as well. Uh, so sit back, relax, and enjoy. Cheers. The mics are on. The glasses are full. It's time for Balls and Brew. Hey, what's going on, Kevin? Not a whole lot. You mean the new mics are on? The new mics are on. I mean, look at these things. Oh, my God. This is like magic. Look at this. It's it's, uh, it's big, long, and black. I, mean, I haven't oh seen God. anything this big and black pointing at me that I was excited about in a long time. I know, man. Just since that, since that one party. No. You know, since yesterday. Since, yeah, yeah. That's what I call Tuesday. You know, I don't know about you, but... No, we um you we we're not doing a Facebook live yet, but we will be doing one soon, and you'll get to see the new equipment, yeah. the new improved balls and brew, um, and, you know it's 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 pretty exciting, Kevin. It is. I I like it sounds good, mm-hmm. and that the other equipment didn't sound good. The other equipment sounded fine. I mean, the show we've been doing the show for three years. It sounded it's not it's not like we, it didn't sound like it was like a trash can or whatever. Like we were doing fine, but this is just an upgrade on what's oh, already yeah. like. I think a pretty pretty good product. Yeah, yeah. I, I think this is kind of going from basement to main level. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. We're not in the yeah. penthouse. No, we're not quite in the penthouse yet. No, but we we did we did upgrade. But we're our, out of the basement. Yeah, we're out of the basement. We're, we're no longer in the basement, and that's very important. It's very important for the growth of our show. So so tell you, we had some good things coming up, and we were very excited about it. Um, it's different with regular. So basically, these are uh, regular stand-up mics. If you ever seen a video of ours or or come out to the brewery, you know that we we use head. We have been using headphone mics for the first three years of Balls and Brew. Mm-hmm. Um, we're probably the only podcast that I'm aware of that does yeah. that. So um, yeah, we, were, we were baller on a budget. But, yeah, but yeah. We, we've gotten away from that now. Yeah. So, so now we have stand-up mics. Uh, we also have a new digital recorder. Um, uh, you know, it's it's real geeky shit. But like, and, and now like, with with. 
four mics, we can actually interview quite a few people. Yeah, exactly, exactly, which is always an issue. Uh, we always had to interview one person, then do another segment and do another person. You know, that, that, was a, that wasn't cool. That's, all, that's more content, whatever. But now we can have four people on at the same time. So it's kind of like how when we, when we were on um, and even Love two people, If two people even want to share a mic, you can have even more than that. Yeah, exactly. If, you, if people want to share, you know, I mean, it, you know, it's 2019. It's alternative lifestyles. It's cool. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that's exactly what I was. <laughs> that's I know exactly what you were you were thinking, and, and what you guys audience were thinking as well. Um, and so it, you know, so now, like I said, it's just a good setup, and I, maybe we're the only ones that, that are excited and give a shit about this, but it's cool, and I don't really care. We have a new rec- digital recorder that's super awesome that I'm still figuring out. We got new mics that that sound better and allows me to drink beer while I talk. Yeah. Completely unadulterated beer drinking while I'm recording a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Now I'm going to get really messed up. <laughs> yeah, so it's exactly what my liver was saying. Yes, yeah, yeah. That, that's what we needed. Yeah, exactly, exactly. As, as if I didn't want, as if I wasn't we working did, hard enough. We did pretty well with the headset mics. We did. We did. We did. We, fine we, we with had the process mics. down. I mean, I remember showing, and you could tell because you would help somebody put the put put it on, and they're like, uh, "How do I drink beer while I'm doing this?" Oh, well, this is what I do. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You put it to the side. Yeah, you know, and it's so. like it's like yeah, but no more of that. No, no, no more of that at all. No actual no. microphones, like a legit microphones, like a grown up <laughs> podcast. Look exactly. at us. No more, no more Fisher Price. Yeah. No. Oh man. No. No. No more Mickey Mouse stuff for us. So, man, you know. And so as a segue, is what we hope. And we're, this segment, we're actually going to be talking uh, about Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And before, actually, before I start talking about Tampa Bay Buccaneers, not this is a sponsorship plug, but we are actually drinking some fine beer here. Some uh, We some, always talk up Oscar Blues Brewery. Yeah, yeah. I can't talk about them enough. They're really good. Uh, Dale's, I think, is about as solid of a... If you're looking for a can that you can just grab, yep, and yep. it's going to be good every time, yeah. I think Dale's Pale Ale is almost a seven days a week any weather yeah just, just 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 grab it maybe in hotter weather you like it a little bit more but i would say yeah, overall yeah. you can eat almost any food with it yeah it's exactly. a very it's a very fluid universal beer yeah, yeah. it's very flexible it's, like, it's kind of my go-to when i just want like a good beer uh-huh. i don't want to pay a ton for it it's it's uh-huh. available in most places um yeah, you know, not every place but most places i think i bought i think i went to the abc and got this i believe but um yeah, you know, and so if, if I'm not because there, there's beer mode experimentation, beer mode, and then there's just like a ah man, I just want to be able to sit down. Like really, my back, my exact motivation for buying the six pack of Dale's ale, Dale's Pale Ale was okay. The playoffs are coming up. I'm gonna be sitting in front of TV most of the weekend. You know, mm-hmm. so when I'm not when I'm not cooking food or grabbing food or grilling out back, if it's yeah, it should be warm enough. So I'll be grilling out back. You know, so but think about. All the good hoppy beers that we like, yeah, yeah, and all the food that we want to eat with hoppy beer, yeah. And think about if you're going to have a pail or sometimes even tiling itself as a pail, man, I'd love to just have it and almost feel like, well, what's the baseline to compare this beer? I think a Dale's pail is a pretty solid yeah, baseline. It's, it's pretty good standard, yeah. For... And, and if you can make a beer, or a pail, or an IPA that's going to be, or even a session that's going to be right there in line with i think the mouthfeel and the taste that you get from dale's pale ale yeah yeah solid yeah yeah it's good it's good because it's just something you just drink you know yeah it's just it's just a good solid and and no not shocking at all oscar blues 
for for making a what I have to imagine is on a, a large barrel scale. Oh yeah, yeah. Makes very good beer. Makes very good beer. Absolutely outstanding beer. It's really good. And so, we'd yeah. love to go to Austin to visit. Yeah, yeah. This this is a trip. This is something that we um, that we we need to make this trip. I, th- I think if you were to go to Austin, there's lots of smaller places to go that are going to be really good too. But I think Dale's would be kind of like it's kind of like going to Brooklyn and going to Brooklyn Brewing. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's like here's the flagship that you're going to visit, and then while you're here, there's tons of other places too to check out. Oh yeah, oh, yeah for sure, for I, sure. I think that'll have to be that's, maybe that's number two on my list right now. Because if I told the wife that I was going to Austin without her, yeah, yeah, Asheville. Asheville was number one. Asheville's number one. That's yes. number one. Yeah. Uh, Austin, though, would probably be maybe number two. Yeah, Austin's a fun place, too. I'll, I'll yeah, bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I'll totally bet. But I, I couldn't imagine going there and not having having the family, too. Whereas yeah. Asheville, I feel like if we go, is it, that's a that's a guy's beer trip. Yeah, it's a little bit more of a guy built beer trip. Because yeah, there's really not yeah. nothing else there to do except check out the places that are in Nashville. Yeah, And yeah. as far as I know, they're all breweries. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's it's it's all like on one street or like one little part of Asheville too, which is in a very big place. So right. you know, hey, hiking, <laughs> go hiking there, I guess, or whatever. But who wants, who does that? So you know, yeah. Um, so yeah, so hopefully, you know, like I said, so so Balls and Brew is stepping out of the Fisher Price era, and we hope that the Bucks or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are also stepping out out of the Fisher Price era. Um, this is a big week for the Bucks. Yeah, I would huge say week. so. Matter of fact, I think huge week, and I, we hope that a week we'll look back at years from now. Trying so. to put it into perspective, I really had no expectations of them getting a good hire. I honestly felt like the, the entire brand is trending down. It's uh, been trending down for a decade. That there, told, that so. there's not a lot of uh, attractiveness more about, than that even. about the roster. Like, like 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 they're not they're not terrible, but there's not a tremendous amount of attractiveness. All the good components on this roster are starting to age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was really curious what outside league thought looking in. Yeah. Now it wasn't the worst job out there. Uh, no. I, I still think Arizona was the worst job. And even though they got their quarterback, I don't really know if Josh Rosen's going to be an NFL quarterback. Yeah. I saw yeah. very little this year that made me think that. Well, so, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, he he probably did the worst among the among the new newbies coming into the league this this year, which is surprising because I actually I, I I've said on the show I thought he was the best among those guys. Well, and I think he's still the most talented. I'll, I'll he give, might have been in, he might have been the worst situation. I'll give so. him at least the pass to say that. Wow, look at what Jared Goff did the second Sean McVay showed up. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Maybe, so yeah, so may, stuff like that you gotta keep in mind. Maybe so. maybe Josh Rosen all of a sudden is like hits like. Yeah, maybe he needs Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, so. Well, I mean, I, dude, I think when it comes to running offense, Lubbock, Lubbock's the town, man, for offense. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and not to segue into that, but you, we, we obviously know mm-hmm. there's a certain quarterback who's playing in the league right now <laughs> that helped that hire yes. quite a bit. You know, yeah, like it's a. But 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 even after he graduated or left, I'm not sure if he played the whole time and graduated or not. Um, even after he left, and the, the the replacement. You know, you're still talking seven, you know, six, seven, eight win teams at Texas Tech, which, which, by the way, is not the easiest school to win at. No, no, I would say it's pretty, pretty hard. It's probably the hardest school in Texas among P5s to mm-hmm. win at. I mean, it has to be. Well, it has. Actually. I mean, well, yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, you have to include SMU in there, but we don't want really to think about G5s when you think about yeah, Texas. I mean, yeah, I mean P5s. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah yes, yeah. 
like the big stage. So, so yeah. So, so all that coming full circle, perspective wise. Yeah, yeah. I really didn't know what was going to happen, and I and this is probably the first time that they had a hire that I felt like, well, I don't know who it's going to be, and to be honest with you, I'm not sure if I'm even excited about it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I guess I kind of felt the same way, to be honest. With I felt you. very ho hum about it. Whereas when when Lovey was fired, I felt like somebody had like. Somebody had like finally flushed the toilet. It, 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 was, it was like, oh my god, okay, now, now, you know what? Now things weren't going to feel so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of what they tried to do uh, after they, which they, they kept parts of Lovey's staff together to try to put together this team and grow it and build it. Yeah. And, and I think parts of what they were which, doing, which I think in the end might have been a mistake. Maybe it's hard to say, but yeah. but look look where look what they have now, and look at the staff they have right now. Yeah, and yeah. and I feel like now I would laugh at that staff. Like like the idea of hiring Dirk Cutter to be the head coach now, two years ago, three years ago, whenever it was, yeah. I'd, I'd be like, I'm laughing about. It. I'm going like, <laughs> you got to be kidding. Yeah, yeah. Because could look at the staff we have right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And so obviously, there's no secret now. At this time, by the time you'll listen to this, uh, Bruce Arians was named earlier this week as the as a head new head coach, the twelfth head coach, and and I uh, presume to be the offensive Kirsten coordinator Kevin. also. No, no, Byron Leftwich. Well, well, By- well Byron uh, has the offense coordinator title. No, I suppose he's going to be playing calls. He said, really? he said he said on he said on the Rich Eisen show that um, that Byron Leftwich is going to be the play map because you know that's going to be a question people are going to ask. Mm-hmm. Byron Leftwich is going to be playing calling play, calling plays. Well, they improved offensively when Leftwich showed up uh, in yeah. Arizona. Finally, got Larry Fitzgerald involved in the offense, which I can't, yeah, I can't like, believe. Duh, I can't like, believe that someone has to tell you that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I think Byron is good. Yeah, and, yeah. In fact, I think Byron might be better coach than he was a player he might end up be you you, you might forget that he actually played in yeah. this league for years and played playoff and, and, games and, and, and everything he, and then he had yeah. probably the slowest wind-up windmill i've ever seen yeah <laughs> yeah 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 until james came along so <laughs> no yeah james is as mechanically sound in comparison. <laughs> yeah but no, I I would always think of Byron uh, being carried down the field. Yes, uh, yes. When he when he broke his leg in the middle of a football game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and so that tells me that uh, he's a tough sob on mm-hmm. top of uh, having a, oh, a, hell yeah, having a huge wind up when he throws the ball. Yeah. But yeah. that he knows offense. He knows offense. Yeah. And supposedly he's like, he's a highly regarded assistant in this mm-hmm. league, well, like a rising star. So I, I actually think most of this staff is highly regarded yeah it, and what was the last time we talked what was the last time we said that probably since Monty. yeah yeah I mean, that, that we staff, had like, staff wide it's been since like the really the dungy days mm-hmm. i was gonna say that excitement wise it had we haven't seen this excitement since about gruden. since the gruden days yeah. but across staff yeah that's like the the dungy days you know it's yeah. been a long time Which, but that was kind of like the old football mentality when you took like uh like like who was the the coach with the mustache in green bay uh, oh, um, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I can't yeah. remember his name, but uh, like, like you had you had the Green Bay coaching staff where it was all about here are guys that are all tied to Seifert or yeah, or even yeah. Bill Walsh. Walsh. They were all part of the Walsh coaching yeah, tree. Now it's like the part, now they're like now it's the Andy Reid coaching uh, Holmgren, tree. And Mike, Mike Holmgren. Holmgren. Yeah, Mike who Holmgren. was all was part of the Mike Holmgren coaching tree. When, when Dungy was coaching in the, in the '90s, I, th- I think the NFL was all about coaching trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I, I think it's, it's got, still a, it's still a little bit like that. It's, too. it's not as much though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's, it's not about tenure. It's about spike. It's about I show up and I come in, and because you brought me in to run the offense, 
the offense all of a sudden takes off. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and I'm a hot hire, and that means that I'm going to be a head coaching candidate almost immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and I think I think there's some of that now in the current NFL. It's 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 basically the old NFL with a lot less patience. Yeah, well, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. You'll you'll get fired quick, obviously. And yeah. so, yeah, you know, so that that's what's kind of what's kind of happening now. Um, I, you know, so we'll, we'll let's, let's get into to Bruce Arians a little bit. I, you know, because like I said, it's it's, it's there's a level of excitement, mm-hmm. like a legit level of excitement. To yeah. the point, and, and it's funny because I think with each new coaching hire, it's always a little level of excitement. But this is different. I will 100% say, and, and, I, and I'm not, I'm, I'm on a board, board with Bruce Arians. I'm not like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing. Oh, my God, we're going to Super Bowl. Da, 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 da. But I am on board with it. But when I think about it, I, I think honestly about how I felt when from uh, uh, Lovey to Cutter, I was kind of like, mm, I don't really know, mm, whatever. Well, you, you, took, you took the good parts of what the staff had, yeah. and, and you kept it, and you replaced it with whole new parts, hoping they would work. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, pretty much what you did. Pretty much. And then, so before that, when you when you went from Chiano to Lovey, I was like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I was like, I, I was kind of. I, like, I kind of felt that way too. I, I, I felt I, I felt that Lovey would be better than Chiano. He he'd been gone long enough that I was concerned about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I thought he, I, you, a guy who succeeded in the NFL versus a guy who's never succeeded in the NFL, you know. And Shiano, at the end, was a train wreck. Now, when you went from um, from Raheem, Coach Ra, to Shiano, I was like, mm, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't know. I, I I don't know why. Yeah. So I think this is the most excitement since Gruden, but I think. It's even more exciting. If, if this would be like when Gruden had high expectations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, the offensive personnel they have now is actually better than, yeah. than when Gruden well, yeah. was even well, running teams. It's, it's an interesting contrast because obviously this is the most excitement since, since the Gruden hire, trading or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, but the difference is it's, it's weird because it's like in a way where everybody's excited about Gruden, but it wasn't like Gruden came on to – a crappy team they were like hey now we have someone who can actually coach maybe we're turning these things around like it was like it was like a, yeah he's this guy can coach he's good he's young he's an offensive guy our offense sucks we need it but we already clearly have a good team we just need to freaking get over the hump and get to this damn super bowl whereas with arians it's like a it's like okay yeah we we have some parts some of it's good a lot of it's bad but this is a guy. A culture's a thing. Some of it is we can't tell. We we think this is good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it good? <laughs> is it good? Good question mark. Yeah. <laughs> so right. like, you know, and so now you you have a you have a, a guy. So it's, there's a little in a way it's a little more excitement. You know, because some people will kind of be like, oh no, it was definitely more excitement. Gruden because of the Super Bowl, blah blah blah. But no, that was already a good team. This is a team that went five and freaking eleven. This year, mm-hmm. it's a team that lost their last like four games, mm-hmm. you know. So, and they had a plethora of underperforming veterans. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like if I'm Bruce Arians, I'm walking in this team and I'm looking at the roster, and I've already watched film. I mean, he, he was a he was a he was an Aria NFL analyst for television, so it wasn't like yeah. he was completely clueless to the roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's looking at it and saying, "What are my core pieces, and what do I need to get my hands on?" I think he's finally going to do what I've said needed to be done for I don't know how many years. I think he's going to build an offensive line. Oh yeah, yeah. I would hope so. I hope so. And so let's let's get into it. So, so we got four questions here. Mm-hmm. Let's start with three reasons why this will work. 
All right. Well, the first one I would say is proof of concept. Uh, Bruce has already run an offense, and he took what I thought was a lackluster franchise. And don't forget, they played in a Super Bowl down here in Tampa. Yeah. And yeah. nearly won it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so I, I, I think I, I would almost say that it's 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 kind of proven that Bruce Arians actually knows yeah, yeah. how to how to actually grow, develop, and run a roster. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he is also really good. Number two, I would say, is that delegation. I think Bruce is not afraid to delegate responsibility to people who he thinks are capable of doing a job. Yeah, yeah. He, he's not going to week eight. He's not going to take over play calling duties. No, because no. They're, because they're three and five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, now that's true. And they um, that actually before he coached. Oh, so he was before at Arizona, but when they were actually good. Yeah, yeah. But this last time, so he, so he. But, but they were still lackluster, and then he showed up, and then they were back to being a playoff team. Oh yeah, yeah. He. I don't, so it was, that, I don't that, have that the record Carson, the year before he was came. Carson Palmer already in Arizona, or did Carson Palmer sign? He, he came on to Arizona while while Arians was there. So, so that would tell me that he has an ability to assess talent at yeah. quarterback. So yeah. why don't we make that number three? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that he can actually assess talent at quarterback. He chose this job, and he wouldn't have done it if he didn't think that the quarterback in place was capable of doing it. Yeah, no. Flat out not. He, he, he had options. He, he didn't have to be. He doesn't have to be here. Right. He's not the guy who's hunting a job, the next job. Got to stay with it. You know? No, I fully believe that. Um, so... All right, so three three reasons. The first big reason, I think, the, the overwhelming reason, culture. Mm-hmm. Slowly but surely, the Bucks have started to adopt a losing culture, mm-hmm. or a or like a oh, it's all right, it's all right culture. Mm-hmm. And, and and you know, and people people would jump all over the Brent Grimes comments and stuff like that. And Brent Grimes is an idiot, no doubt. But Brent Grimes is just a product of the damn culture. Brent Grimes is, really? is absolutely an example of yeah. what the previous administration, and I think the administration before that, and maybe too, the administration before that too, allowed. I think I think it actually started the administration before that. I actually, agree, and, just, and it just kind of it just he, carried he, over. He's an example of what you allowed to sit here and fester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I actually think that even even now that even now that Brent, this is weird. Officially, not, not like officially not. Like released, but yeah. but they're not going to offer him a contract, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, no, no. So, yeah. But but technically, still property of the team. Yeah, yeah. I I, I would I think that I really think the team ought to come out and make make a, a comment or a statement, but but they're not going to. No, no. It's, well, it, it, yeah, it, well, yeah. It's it's almost like they're trying to be above the fray because that's it's not like he said that junk on freaking Sports Center. He said it. He said it on his wife's freaking podcast. Mm-hmm. His wife's right. podcast has a lot of listenership, but it's still his wife's podcast, right? You know, so you know. I, I, I just think that if you're going to come out and say that, regardless, and it's going to get out there, I, I do think that uh, as an employer, you need to let this person know and, and set an example to other people who are currently employed. This is not acceptable. There are repercussions for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, well, and it, but I think to a certain degree, the repercussion is that he's probably not going to get a job in the NFL. Anymore, and he's definitely I, not going to job with the with the Bucks. My my guess know. is that he was already thinking that, or this was his way of retiring. Yeah, yeah. This is this is your one big. This is my one big 
middle finger F my, you. My way of retiring yeah. is to get on my wife's podcast and show everyone my butt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now I can say what I want to say, and I just, you know, this is what it is. But, like, but that was – that's a symptom of the culture, man. That was literally – it was like I, – I don't think it, I don't think it's all as spelled but, out explicitly the way he expelled it out, but there's very much a lot of, like – well, man, I work hard. I'm gonna work hard. I, I want to win, mm-hmm. but like, if I don't win, you want me to cover yeah. number one receivers? Like, yeah, like P- people make like fifteen that. million dollars a year doing that. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm kind of insulted by that. And I'm like, my whole vibe is that killed my whole vibe. I'm like, well, yeah, well, like how many people offered you fifteen million? Yeah, okay. yeah. How many even offered you double digit million? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, oh, you mean nobody, zero. <laughs> including your current employer? Nobody yeah, yeah, offered sad. you that. And by the way, he only resigned with Tampa because he was offered the most money. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like everything. It's. I feel like I'm getting about as much truth as I get as watching political television. <laughs> that, that that's how untrue his statements are, and how slanted they are, and how inaccurate and how distorted uh, they are. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. It's unfortunately, I mean, we run a podcast. I love podcasts, but it's, it's, it's probably what's wrong with a podcast. You own the media. No one's going to question your statements. The interviewees, your wife, you, you, you sleep across from the interviewee every day. So, like, it's, so it's more like a damn pep rally, you know, than an actual, now, like, I, you know. I, I own my own company, but if I was employed somewhere and I chose this podcast to be the medium that i use to just bash my employee openly or the people or my upper management or whoever is associated with who i'm employed by i would be just as liable because i'm putting it out there yeah to be heard oh yeah yeah for sure for sure you know i I think that it's one of those things i don't know why he did it i don't know i mean i think there's always been a little bit of a knucklehead contingent like like undertone with Grimes probably so but I, I think some of this was just being I, th- I think he was finally being honest yeah yeah. I, I was like, like yeah, hey, maybe this, yeah maybe this is actually a moment th- of truth th- th- this yeah, is the real so. this is the real truth of what happened yeah they want me to do this and and I didn't want to do it I I, I didn't want to do it for what they were paying me is the statement yeah 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 that yeah pretty but, much but here's the problem 34 year old cornerbacks don't make 15 million dollars a year Unless they're Hall of Famers, yeah, exactly, exactly, and it really comes down to it. So that's the economics of, of, of the situation. But the real, that real, the situation is that that attitude is part of the reason why we're losing. Because because he's yes. got because because yeah, think, think think about this. Okay, so the the last really, I think it was like damn near the last scene of Hard Knocks mm-hmm. that they're all sitting around a table. The quote unquote. Leaders of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which which would honestly just means that these were the highest paid players. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. mean it doesn't mean they're the leaders. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. The high paid players. Well, clearly, yeah, clearly. Brett Grimes is sitting at that table, of course. Mister, uh, Mister, uh, they they wanted me to cover the number one guy, but that that's something that fifteen million dollars threw, threw my vibe guy. off. It threw my vibe off, so I fucking dicked around all all season. I, 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 so like, you know. I, I think of other players on the team who've been asked to do things, and I think of man. What would Adam Humphreys' attitude have been if they had asked him to run slot all year? Oh, that's right. They did. They did. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he got, and he, and he got and his he, ass kicked all season. All season. And you know yeah. what? Um, he's he's not going to get a big paycheck from this team, but he's going to get paid by a team in the league, and, and they're going to put him in the same role, and they could beat his body to bloody hell during that contract. You know what he's not going to do? 
Yeah, he ain't gonna, he ain't gonna, not gonna complain about it. He, he's not gonna complain. He's not gonna go to a podcast afterwards and say like, "Yeah, my whole vibe was thrown off because they wanted me to run routes out, out of the out of the slot." I'm like, <laughs> "They pay guys eight million yards a year. They're gonna pay me seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it, it just, it just, it's such a. I, I, I feel like we talk about this every season. The further you are from the ball, the bigger prima donna you are. Yeah. Yeah, it certainly does appear to be that way. That seems it does seem to be sort of a radius of like you 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 get away from that ball and then the, and yeah. it's, it's 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 more about you the further you are away from the ball. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, not everyone. It's not blanket. No, 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 no. But I, I, I think there's people out there who run routes who I mean, Larry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Larry's never going to. And you know what? I would I would love to take people like an, him. I'd love to see what what's his attitude. What, what does he say to people like Grimes if he's in the locker room with you? Yeah, oh, oh, yeah, it, yeah. I'm sure he, he get in his face, and and, that, and there goes the culture problem. Yeah, I agree. Like, because the stuff that Grimes is saying, he said something in some facsimile to to people in the locker room, probably all season, or in, indicated it, or just complained, whatever. And instead of being like, Nah, dude, you know, we're trying to freaking win, man. It, 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 you know, like you negotiate your contract, or or someone did on your behalf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ain't happy, buddy, you shouldn't have been playing. Yeah, you can get in, the hell out of here. You shouldn't have been playing yeah, in preseason. You know. Yeah, yeah. You should have been in camp. That should have been addressed then. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to win games here, man. Screw you. Dude. Your, your oh, biggest yeah. complaint is that they asked you to do the job of a number one corner while they were paying you what you negotiated, and your job. Yeah, what you agreed position, to. Position signed on the your, your line job. Your your job position was number one corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that depth chart came out way before week three when they asked you to cover Antonio Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, every cornerback who's number one on his roster is asked yeah. to cover Antonio Brown. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. This isn't like you, they ask you to do something that no other team does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was, it's kind of unbelievable in a way. Uh, oh, and by the way, the years before, two years before, um, Julio Jones was on the field. Yeah. Uh, they didn't ask you to, to, to cover Julio ever? Yeah, 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 not, yeah. Not at all? No, no, didn't you didn't? Uh, uh, what, why? Why was that okay? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why, why is that okay? Did Did we play the Texans at all during the last three years? Did they ask you to cover uh, DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah, yeah. But but that that was okay. But that was cool too. That, that was cool. What it comes down to, man, shit. It, it's like what it what it really is is like I didn't get enough money that I think I could, and we suck. So I want to either if you were giving if we didn't suck. The money thing would still suck, but hey, at least we're I would have played money. harder if you'd have paid me more. But that, if that's we, what but I'm. But if you'd have paid me more. It, you know, it, it, we could it, suck and you it, still pay it doesn't me, matter you know? that you already paid me the most I was offered. Yeah, yeah. You needed to pay me more me in order more. for me to play harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty. I think that is what makes the average person who's a football fan skin crawl is hearing crap like. That. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so tone deaf that it's 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 nauseatingly tone deaf. To be honest with you, I you know I get that. Hey, you know they'll they'll throw you out with the trash. Mm-hmm. So oh, you do oh, have to protect oh, yourself. I, but, it's, you know. We're not blind. Yeah, yeah. If we see something and we think you're being wronged, we we will say that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you weren't wronged. No, you were wrong. <laughs> no, you were you were the number one receiver. And, and you got you you're the only damn person on the secondary that people even talk remotely positively about. You know. And but that but you pretended to freaking crap the bed for like a, like a season and a half. Truth be told, you know. Well, I, I remember he had the laceration, I think, in preseason the year before, not this season, but the yeah, year yeah. before. But then he came back. 
I think his first year here was the only year that he was maybe close to what we hoped for productive wise. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't I don't think I don't think, I don't think he was like like he wasn't like a a black hole in the secondary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this definitely certainly makes me wonder, well man, what you're right. Culture wise, what did we allow to fester here to become what it was? Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of why I feel like this I feel like the team needs to say something. So, yeah. so something needs to be stated that says that you will be held to a standard that this is not acceptable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe so. Maybe so. Um, I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see what what, uh, what Arians and the crew side are doing. Which brings me to my second reason that, mm. that I'm excited about. Bruce Arians is a well-known figure in this league. He is. Well-respected. Well-respected. You know, coaches want to coach for him. Players want to play for yeah, him. Yeah, that's the part that gets me. Uh, players don't have a problem with him. I, I don't know if, you, if you've been following Twitter. Uh, Willie Colon was on, <laughs> yes, on Barstool. I, I, I actually wanted to play it, but it, I, 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 I forgot. I, we got on the air before I had a chance to tee it up. Man, but. that to me, now that is as good as it gets. That was awesome. And so I'm going to talk about it. I'm not going to get a chance to play it because I don't, I don't feel like taking the time to queue it up. But, man, okay, so Willie Colon. A uh, long-time uh, offensive lineman for Pittsburgh Steelers. A really good offensive lineman. Was, was drafted, I, I'm going to say, somewhere in the mid-2000s. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And was, was a younger offensive lineman, highly talented, but younger offensive lineman, on a team that was already good. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. so, they had a good offensive line. Yeah. Oh, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. We're talking the Steelers when they were like in their like going to the AFC title. Yeah, these might have been like the bettest days, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like the bus. You right. know? So, yeah. like, like just So, okay, so... So he's going through walkthroughs, mm-hmm. and they're all going through walkthroughs. It's him, mm-hmm. and I, I wish I could remember the name Alan of the other Fanica. guys. Alan Fanica. Alan <laughs> Fanica. Uh, was one of them. Uh, just, 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 just imagine, like, you've got four pieces of an offensive line that are all either Pro Bowl or all pro. Yeah. Or Super yeah. Bowl champion. And then you've got this young guy in his second year starting for the first time. Yeah, yeah. And so he's screwing around. The other guys, Fanica and the other guys, are taking it seriously, and they're really, like, following the walk walkthrough. He's... Willie Clone's kind of screwing around. They've done it 30, 40 times. And, yeah. and, and also, they know Bruce. They know the staff. They know, they know everything. They, yeah, they know what's up. So, Willie Clone is screwing around or whatever. And so, we get to the end of the practice. And so, they, and so they're, you know, they're kind of, well, they get to the end of the walkthrough. Walk fact, they had yeah. to start practice. They're heading to lunch. Yeah, yeah. So, they walk, so they're going back, right? And, and so, so Arians comes up to A to very unknown Bruce Arians at uh, this point. Yeah, exactly. Because he's <laughs> at this point he's not he hasn't had a head coaching he's job. He's assistant. Yeah, it. yeah. So not, not even a not even a coordinator, I don't believe. Yeah, I don't know if he was a coordinator or not. Anyways, though, continue. Yeah. So he so it comes up to it comes up to Willa Clone, he's like, Hey man, I want to ask you a question right quick. And he's like, Okay, yeah, yeah, what's coach? He goes he goes, Who the F do you think you are? <laughs> you know, like Pretty much. And and, and, and so and Willa Clone was like and, and, and he described what, 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 it when you walk to lunch. Like we're all walking in off the field into yeah, a hall. Yeah. Like it, 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 it ain't like, and there's like twenty something of us. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not just me by myself. Yeah, so, yeah. This is not a one-on-one conversation. Yes. There's a lot. There's an audience for this. Yes. You know. And so he's like, "Who the <laughs> f do you think you are?" And, and, and so he's like, uh, "I don't know. I, mean, yeah. I didn't think I was anybody. Whatever." He's like, "He's like, okay. He's like, look, you got 
an all pro over here. You got two all pros. You got guys that played in Super Bowls. You got all these other, like basically elite freaking offensive line who are taking walkthroughs seriously. And you're just dicking around right now, dude. He's like, I will sit your ass right now. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Much. And he's like, literally, so basically, basically straight cussed him out in front of like all these people out of nowhere, you know. And, and but but also was fair. And I think this is the part that that players like. He he said that well, we're gonna have a practice this afternoon. We'll we'll see how you practice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, 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 exactly. So he, he said he came back and he said he was like gunning. He was like yes. literally all pro in this practice. So like, he said defensive guys would get pissed, pissed off, off him because yeah. he was going all out, you know, and all this other stuff. And so yeah, and I think that that I I, I wanted to play that segment. I may I may I may post I may post it actually because it's such good a, content. Yeah, it's yeah, such good content. Yeah, yeah, and, and it, it's it's rare I think that you get access to a player like that and yeah. then have them tell a story that's so obviously yeah. true. Yeah, so real that you can't <laughs> so it, authentic. It, it, yeah, get, man. I, yeah, yeah. It's, it's and it tells you something about something that's happening current right now. Yeah, it, it, it's like it's like the stars are aligning. That is gold. Oh yeah, yeah. That's oh, podcast yeah. gold, right? Uh, there. Yeah, it was. It was. Oh, it was awesome. I mean, literally, I was. I, was, I, I, was I listened, listened to it listened twice. To it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. how good it is. Yeah, I was like in the car listening to it, like just like I mean, laughing my ass off because it it's hilarious. so good, so accurate. It, it's such a good insight into like, what I believe it was that like. Happened. <laughs> I do. I absolutely like, like. I don't. I don't need anyone to tell me that that's true. Yeah, yeah, I fully believe that that's true. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. So I think the culture will change. I think so. Going back to the accountability, people, accountability. Yeah. He's got to have access. I mean, just look at the staff. Like he's got guys who have a ton of experience, and and, and not like that. But these are people who don't fuck around. Yeah, yeah. Todd, I think Todd Bowles was actually a good head coach. I I, I think that roster was dragged through the mud. Yeah, yeah. I don't um, think they did him very much favors. They, they did okay on defense. And he has good defensive numbers. The Jets actually were solid on defense the entire time. If they were know? terrible on defense, they'd have been the worst team in the league every year. Yeah, yeah. That defense pretty much saved them. Offense is where they got undone with – you know, with that, with uh, Geno mm-hmm. Smith, and you know, and, and just just uh, just like uh, you know, uh, between between Christian broken Hackenberg broken jaw, and, yeah. and, and then the, the plethora of quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. I, I I agree. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, I I think Todd Bowles is a very no nonsense, no nonsense yeah. type of coach. Yeah, yeah, I think unless Bruce knows you, he's probably very no nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't really know much about Byron Leftwich other than what I've seen him do. I don't know much about his personality, but. If Bruce Arians wants you doing the job based on the other coordinators I'm seeing, yeah, 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 you're probably pretty much straightforward. We're, we're oh, gonna, you're probably pretty good. Yeah, we're gonna do shit too. Yeah, and it sounds like he pretty much has his guys. Like he has a mm-hmm. team, which you don't see as much anymore. You know? It's a lot of getting the band back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. You don't see it as much because usually these people are unavailable or they're, they're so quick to promote people. Yeah, yeah. who are like questionably qualified yeah 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 um I, I i agree you don't you don't see a ton of this but what i do think you're going to see is you're going to see the equivalent of taking a load of laundry to a new machine with the right materials yeah, and yeah. you're going to see how clean these clothes can get yeah yeah and yeah. If these clothes can't be cleaned 
they're yeah, getting thrown out. You're getting thrown out. Yes, absolutely. That's yeah. that's yeah. what you're going to see. That, that's pretty much, you know. And so the third thing, obviously, for me is, you know, obviously his he's not. It's not about his connection to James. I actually don't give a crap about his connection to James. That's the one. I, I think it's overplayed. That, that's an overplayed story. Big time overplayed. He coached James at a he, camp he, when he, James he, was an eighth he, grader. He, he coached you know? God knows how many seventeen year olds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So or yeah, fifteen year olds or whatever who grew, yeah. who grew into players. Yeah, I I just think that he he's a guy who knows offenses. He uh, he's a guy who knows quarterbacks. He knows people. He knows people. Um, he knows know. how to build a staff. Yeah, you know. he knows how to treat us. He knows how to treat the staff. He knows how to, he knows how to how the staff needs to treat players. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And exactly. I agree. I think I don't think the previous administration was unaccountable. I think they came out and they did the best they could. I think they worked as hard as they could. Yeah, I yeah. think they did what they could to their abilities. And I think we're bringing in somebody with more pedigree, with more capabilities, with abilities, who better, has not only resources. and has the connections to bring in a staff that is completely like this staff with with last year's roster was not five and eleven. No, no, I don't think no, I don't think they were, and I think you'll see it. You'll you'll, I, you'll I, see I, it this agree. season. That's yeah. what I think too. So yeah, so I, you know, and the thing I think is interesting about it is that I always felt that. Dirk was kind of smarmy and a little bit aloof, and I think that translated to players. And it's like you see at the end of the season, players were kind of like Dar- Demar Dotson's like, "I'm just trying to play for my job," and other kind of players. And the it, it kept it kept yeah, coming so, out, yeah, yeah, slowly over and over and over. Yeah, again. and it's the interesting thing is Dirk, Dirk's was, a play caller, not yeah. really a, a coordinator. He's not really a coach. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I think he's a play caller. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I've always thought. Whereas with Arians, and like I said, time will tell. We'll see. Arians is a coach. Arians is a coach. And it's an interesting thing because, like, I feel like okay, people, Arians has kind of been sort of tapped also as kind of a player's coach. But at the same time, he's also equally being tapped as a guy who completely will jump in your ass if he yeah. has to. But you, you know, know like, what? But the right players want that. Yeah, yeah. The right players want yeah, to be think, held accountable. I think our quarterback wants that. B- because they want, quarterback responds they want, to that, they want other yeah. people held accountable. Yeah, yeah. I, I think what our quarterback wants to hear is that, hey, if you if you think it's okay for you to not be giving all-out effort while you're starting right tackle, <laughs> you're about, about to get dose of reality handed yeah, to you. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I think that's what he expects and what he wants, and I think that that's how he thinks that players need to be treated. Yeah. I think players just want to be treated fairly. Yeah, and they yeah. want honesty. Yeah, yeah. And I don't blame them for wanting nope, that. I don't blame them at all. I and I think they're going to get that delivered to them. And I think how they respond, it's going to say a lot about what their prospects of staying here is. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Because absolutely. if you can't handle what you're about to be delivered, because because I I can't believe that he's going to whether Demar Dotson gets another contract here or not, I can't believe that he'd be allowed to just walk into the starting job. No. Uh, and I think I think most things are up for grabs. That's what I think too. Yeah, yeah. So so people who are under contract, if they were to be here and they were to bring someone to compete with you for your job, if your attitude is I can't believe they brought someone in, writing's on the wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So transitioning, three reasons why this won't work. My first thought is his health due to his age. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. he I think is fully capable. Yeah, provided that he's healthy, I believe they they gave him a, a health inspection, and I fully believe that they, they yeah they're, they're rolling the dice to say that we think you can coach this team for two to three to four years without dying. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that's all they really learned about that. I don't think they learned anything other than we don't think you'll die on the job. I think that was that was <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I, 
from someone who works in an industry where my clients are attorneys, yeah. I, I understand why they did that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I don't think, think anybody was shocked at that. <laughs> yeah, like so. And, and I, I don't blame any of the parties. And you know what? And, and I, I think that Bruce is a man enough to say that, hey, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to check my ticker? I, I get it. Yeah, I'm freaking 66, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I get yeah, it. Yeah, so. uh, and he talks about biscuits all the time, too. So <laughs> uh, I, I would say that would be my number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My number one would be, well, his, his health would be potentially a reason why this might not work. If I'd say a second one, it would be his age combined with the fact that what if, what if this doesn't work out with Jameis this year? What if it doesn't look like we can make yeah. a long-term investment with Jameis and that and we have to start over in the quarterback situation? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say that would be maybe my number two. My number three would be, what if this staff is just too good? What, 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 if, what if this staff is honestly – what if they're 9-7 next year and they're a top-10 defense and Todd Bowles is immediately swooped up? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. What if Byron Leftwich is a head coach somewhere next? It's year? more likely to happen with Byron Leftwich. Is that they, if they're what if they're just an elite offense? They score so many points that, that everyone wants to hire him. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, like, yeah, that'd be that'd be the other thing too to think about would, would be is that, that the staff is just almost too good to keep together. They'd have to want to stay here with Bruce and not be a head coach. And I don't think they're all here because they think they're going to be the next head coach here. No, no. I, I think they decided that. I can go work for Bruce. I can I make a good paycheck. I'm going to do it. And they like him, and they like yeah. working for him. Right. Yeah, yeah. So for Byron, I see it as a, another as a continuous Which is growth. a very positive, by the way. The fact mm-hmm. they got, that dudes are like, I want to work for Bruce. That's, when when that's coaches big. and players want to work for you, yeah. you're doing something right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're doing, you're doing something exactly. right. And winning plays somewhere into it. Like, you're doing something right, and you're winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think for Byron, it's still a little bit of a growth situation. Because I, I don't know if, if – he, he's had the OC job for Bruce. I don't know if he had it anywhere else. So maybe this is kind of uh, not, like, not even for Bruce. Like he was – Well, he wasn't even for he Bruce. Was, he was on Bruce's staff. Okay, okay. So this is definitely a growth for him. Yeah. He, for, he did for it Todd for, Bowles, for Steve Wilkes this past season. For yeah. Todd Bowles, I think this is like a, you know what, I want to come in and prove it wasn't me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and I get that. I fully I mean, get he's that. Like, you, you can just – you, just tell him, that. you can tell looking at that man's face he's a proud man. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. You can just tell looking at his face. Yeah. That, that, that's, oh, yeah. A, that's a proud oh, yeah. man, and, yeah. and, and he, he ain't going out like that. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. You know, and, he, and he's a hell of a coordinator. I, I agree. A, a killer freaking I, I, I think he's yeah. a good – I think he can be a good head coach. I think he just got to – he has to be – he's got to be in the right situation, and the NFL changes fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like small changes have big impact on what happens on the offensive side of ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's there's not a lot of places that are defense first. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And, and they're they're quickly becoming dinosaurs. Yeah, you don't see that often. You can have good defenses. You better actually have a good defense. It's a good defensive talent. But it's not it's got to be harder Todd, to get a job as a D Todd will have a job. If Todd wants to work until he's 70, He'll have a job. That's yeah. the advantage that defense has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. but you're not sexy. No, no, no. It's not like people aren't looking at the hot new defense coordinators. Correct. Especially with the success of McVay and Matt Nagy. You know, you and, the, know. And, the, and the rules too are adjusted and the, and the to be rules, driven to yeah, play offense. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, so three things. I don't know. We'll get through three things, but there's one big one that I have. It, it, I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. Head, bring on a head coach. He's been out of the game. He's older. 
Mm-hmm. He's been out of the game a year. <laughs> Reminds you of somebody? <laughs> Reminds you of somebody? <laughs> well, wasn't he out more than a year, though? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was Lobie, only a Lobie year? He was only out a year. Okay. Uh, Boy, records it, are similar, too. It, it, it sure hell looked like more than a year. <laughs> both made it to the freaking... Both made both made it to, to Super Bowl. To Super Bowl. Both you know, both made it to, you know, NFC. Matter of fact, actually, Lovey made it to the Super Bowl with his team, with as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Arians only made it to the Super Bowl as as an OC. Mm-hmm. So has I don't think my gut my gut feeling having having seen a, the game pass a game a guy by, my gut feeling is that not the case with Bruce Arians. But Hey, you you are you are picking a guy who's north of sixty, who who was out of, who was fully out of the game for a year, like a hundred percent not on anybody's staff. Uh, he for he, a season. He, he was a paid NFL analyst on television, so I, I'd say to say he's out of the game is not an accurate. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Okay, okay, fair, okay, fair enough. Uh, so 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 there is a little bit of that. Like, man, what if this game's past him? A little bit of that. I, my gut feeling is that's not offense the case, is so but. different than defense. I I don't think the game passes you on offense if you are involved in the industry. I think what you see is you know that okay, well I'm in a, so I my whatever blah 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 my my deal is offense. As the rules change and you're like man if they had that that rule had been that way two years ago when I was a head coach I'd I'd still be coaching. Yeah, yeah. I think that's how offensive people think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think defense, it's always, well, right now we're doing this because it's legal. And then every year it's like, well, now you can't do this. And yeah, now so you can't yeah, do that. That's a and now you can't do that. Great of adjustments that you make. <laughs> yeah. So, and and yeah. I, I feel like the offensive side is always looking at it like, golly, man, I would have loved for that to have been that way when I played or, or, or when I coached or when I was calling plays two years ago. That wasn't the way. Yeah. And, and I had this guy and he was younger. We would have done this and that and that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we did all types of things. Yeah, I, so. I, don't, I don't think defense ever thinks that way. I think defense is always literally, literally playing defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just trying to stop people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like literally. So okay, well that that's the thing I I am I am concerned about. Could that be a possibility? You always have to worry about that with a guy who's somewhere else and then he left. Mm-hmm. Can he get it done again? Right. So so there's so there's that. Um. I, his health is a bit of issue, but not, I don't look at his health as like a always will he die? Will he do this or what? Yeah. His health is from the standpoint of like. Well, the question was why wouldn't it work? Why wouldn't it work? That would be the first thing I would think of why it wouldn't work is his, his body won't allow him to do it. Or, or he can't, he won't stay long enough to see it through. Right. Like if they, if they are like six and 10 next year. But, but like, but like losing every game, like in the last second. And, and you can tell they're competing different. And they, and, yeah, they got, yeah. and they got guys that are out there playing because they're required to. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so the offensive how, how line's playing better. Feel. Yeah. And they, and they actually can run the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people, I'm hearing a lot of this in the media, is that this is not a rebuild. This is, this, we, you, you, when it's you a bring on, Yeah, when you bring on Bruce Arians, you try to, you try to win sooner than later. Yeah. You know? Like, he, he doesn't even come here if he can't think you win earlier. Which isn't, which, which turns I, I, into positive. Because I, I don't think, think, I don't think Byron would be here. I don't think Todd would be here. No, 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 no. And Todd had a choice. Todd mm-hmm. Bowles almost became the DC in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so you know replacing Vic uh, Vic Fangio. Um, so I, yeah, so I, you know there's a little bit of concern of that. That's why I think that's they're both not major concerns, but they're they're concerns. I think I think the game passing by thing 
it's a little bit more of a concern, but not a major one. Um, the, the the age thing and will you stick long enough to see this through is is a thing. The third concern is kind of akin to what you're saying. Like, okay, what if you can't freaking get Jameis together? Right. You can't because here. Let me just walk you through the scenario. Jameis doesn't play well, so you can't get him together. So he's not going to continue. You're not going to offer him another contract next year. Now you suck again. Until uh, you, we, you, we you, know, you already got to be replacing. You got to be drafting. Yeah, you got to yeah. be finding who's that guy going to be. Yeah, yeah. And, and and you don't even know where you're drafting at. Yeah, you don't know where you're drafting at. Ryan Fitzpatrick is not the answer either. <laughs> He'll be uh, retired by then. He might re- he might just go on and retire after next year. Uh, with his seven kids and you know and, you know and all, all this stuff, kids getting older, they held it in two or three years. They'll be playing high school football. Mm-hmm. He seems he like he seems like a guy that he definitely doesn't want to play then. Yeah, I he, and he seems like from what little I've been around him, he seems like a guy who I mean, hell, you at the kids, you at your kids' games. I I think the more I was around Ryan Fitzpatrick, seeing him and the stuff he was saying, the more I liked him. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. He's and, and, and he's actually like, he's actually he's a nice guy. He, he's he's cool. He, he, yeah. he, he's super fun to be around. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it, it's just he's just he probably so he might not be around. Mm-hmm. Well, even if he is around, I don't know his answer. If he's not around, clearly not the answer. Um, so now you are either trying to get a quarterback in free agency, or you're trying to draft a quarterback. Mm-hmm. If you get a quarterback in free agency, rolling the dice. I think you're, you're drafting both. a quarterback. You're, I think, you're I think rolling you're doing, the dice. You're doing, you're doing, you're doing, both, you're doing so. both at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think you're bringing someone in to start, and you're drafting someone hoping they can be groomed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hope they're, they're but they're the future. You we, know, whatever. You and I on this show have been what I would consider in the minority when it comes to our opinion or the collective opinion of Jameis Winston. Oh yeah, definitely. We definitely both still think that he absolutely has. I I, I think he has the. I think he is absolutely elite. Is his ceiling? Yeah. I 100% believe that. Because I've watched him Still play. Still today. I, I watched that. him play too many times at Florida State where they would go on redonkulous offensive like, yeah. streaks. Yeah, yeah, where, yeah. And I'm talking like five, six, seven consecutive possessions where they're just driving down scoring. Yeah. And, and, and they're, not, they're not taking on G5 schools and just yeah, beating them yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no they're, 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 they're playing good They're good taking teams. on ACC teams. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not, they're, yeah, okay, so it's not Alabama. I get it. But not yeah. every SEC team has a good defense. Yeah, exactly. So, so they're taking on P five conference opponents, and they're literally lighting them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like to where like they were playing from behind. They were down two scores in the first half, and yet, and they're on the road. Yeah, the, yeah. I don't know where it's Chapel Hill or if it's Durham or wherever they are. They're yeah, playing yeah. or Syracuse, Raleigh, and and, and they're Clemson, and and, and, and that Friggin', stadium yeah, is rocking, Miami. going crazy. Yeah, yeah. They're all so. excited, and then all of a sudden, Jameis turns it on, and man, it's like a mouse. <laughs> Yeah. In that stadium, because all of a sudden it's just quiet because Jameis just all of a sudden field general kicks in place. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just like every play, every throw, every decision was right on. on yeah, on, yeah. On. It was like perfect. Yeah. You you can't do that and not be capable of doing it. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it wasn't a fluke. Yeah. And if you had that ability, and you know you can have the ability to play at the next level. Which we know he does. Speaking of SEC, you say whatever the hell you want. He, he does. beat an SEC team with the game on the line. Yeah, out uh, in California to win the national championship. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's capable. Like like his his, his ceiling is elite, and, and it's going to sound ridiculous to people who are listening to this, but I'm telling you, his ceiling is the top quarterback in the NFL. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Th- that, that's his ceiling. I think that's in him. He's, he's physically he's got that ability, and and I he he has the want to. And he's yeah more yeah. than anyone else walking on the earth. Yeah. The, the the I think the thing just comes into is is he in the situation where it's going to happen, and yeah. how much how much longer in his life is, is that window of time? Yeah, yeah. Because you would hope that you've already seen a glimpse of it already. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, it, as it pertains to James, this is not even like a will it work, will it won't work. What I what you hope happens is, and I heard a little bit about some people saying this about this early. Like, okay, so w- when you are a winner and you enter a losing culture, it's hard because mm-hmm. you there's more of them than there are you, even if you're the quarterback. You gotta think. Yeah, look at this. Like James, James lost one freaking game his entire college career. Mm-hmm. OJ Howard maybe lost like what two. You know, mm-hmm. but now you're playing for a losing team, and you are great. And you and it doesn't really apply so much to OJ Howard because he's not a, a team leader. Even though I think he's very important, and he has to stay healthy mm-hmm. next year. That's a side note. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, but Jameis really tried to impress that winning culture from from his high school winning culture to his college winning culture to the pros, and I think he did okay. But as a losing mount. And you're not you're not really getting the support you should be from the coaching staff. You're not getting it from Lovey and, and those guys. You're not really getting it from Dirk and those guys. So for, you get to a point where, if Jam- you notice, Jameis wasn't so demonstrative and out there this last season. No, he wasn't. And, and he wasn't. Period. Yeah, he had probably I won't say his best season, but he had actually a pretty good season once he got back going. I, I think he, he succumbed to the culture. Yeah, and what I'll tell you, what I think Jameis needs is he needs all five of those guys in front of him to be leaders. Yeah, yeah, he does, and he and he hasn't had and, that. And because if, if he hasn't believes, if he believes in the people who are, it's for for him, it's everybody who lines up in a three point stance because he loves his tight ends. Yeah, yeah, just as much as I think he loves his offensive linemen. So if if you put a hand in the ground, yeah, in front of him. I think I think that man will murder for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh to yeah. To protect you. To oh, help yeah. you. Oh yeah. And, for and sure. I think I think if he's got leaders who who put the hand in the ground in yeah. front of him. Yeah. I think you're talking about you, you'll finally see that guy who I said his is ridiculous as it sounds. His his ceiling is that high. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, like I I kind of feel like he's hit maybe seventy percent of his ceiling. Yeah, no, no. I think he's he's had to work with work with. He's definitely made mistakes, and I even talk about the off field stuff. Just he's he's not played the way he needs to play on the field a lot of times. But in a lot, of, but then more and more you start to see it more because a lot of people are like, oh, he's Jameis so, and but, all this but, other but, stuff. But let, he's, let's not go out and get this perimeter target for him. Let's put something right in, put right in front of him in the block for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's spend yeah. money there instead. Yeah, yeah. It, which in hindsight was a mistake. Yeah, might have been a mistake because I, I think really actually you could you could definitely say the Djax, yeah, the, the, you know, the swing of acquisition that was that was that was a mistake. Yeah, but, but they also didn't expect Chris Godwin to be such good of a draft pick. Yeah, and true. they and they didn't know they were going to draft him when they did. No, no, so, and, and that's some free that's some of the thing about free agency. But I definitely want to see them invest in improving those people in front of them. No, they have to. They have to there's just there's no other way you got you got coach up who you got you got bring better people in you got coach up we got so hopefully harold godwin can coach him up who by the way has a history of doing that so yeah, yeah. so yeah you know. add that to another name to the list uh, for this offense yeah but, yeah but but also the staff yeah i mean honestly this is probably the best staff yeah since, since, wire to since, wire probably 
probably when Dungey was fired was the last time the staff was this good. Probably so. Probably probably the staff with Dungey was probably of guys wire to wire that that, were, that knew how to coach and were good coaches. Probably probably then. You know that so. that or the Super Bowl staff. Maybe a little better than those guys, I think. But I mean, I, I, I but. Well, the best since. Sen- probably the best sure. since Super Bowl staff. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. What is the biggest hurdle that Arians has got to overcome in this job? I, I think it's building an offensive line that he thinks ha- – building an offensive line that he thinks is what Jameis needs to be an elite quarterback. Yeah, I would agree with that. Because I think that the culture is a high – it's high up there too. But I think that's so in his wheelhouse – that it's just like, I, I think the culture's probably changed a little bit already. It's just not. It's just not everybody here gonna be here <laughs> oh, yeah. next season. But but the but the old line thing is is tremendous because he's already pretty much stated that James is his dude. He laid that out there immediately, which is strategic, by the way. Very strategic. Don't don't leave no room for doubt. Yeah, you know, like like yeah, we're gonna see my way. Everybody got a chance. Whatever. No no, James is my dude. Mm-hmm. You know you have to deal with it. Hater, but, but, haters be damned. But you why, know, so. why wouldn't he be? Why wouldn't he be? <laughs> why, he's the most talented quarterback on the staff. Easily. Exactly. So like, why, it's, it's, like, it's like walking into Green Bay and saying, well, you know, I, there's no quarterback controversy. Aaron Rodgers is my dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know what the numbers said or what, what you thought that, you know, Fitzpatrick a year older could maybe replicate that. But come on. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That's a, so people who call it for well, him, only, that's kind of like ridiculous. Only haters are the ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They even broached that. Like, come on, dude. I, I like I, the dude. I, 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 I've never met Jameis, but I'll tell you, I hope that we, they can build an offense line in front of him and that he gets the biggest pair of hater blockers that is ever sold Yeah, walk through town wearing them. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Because, oh, yeah, man, shit, I've never yeah, seen dude. somebody have so many haters. Oh, he's he's the most polarizing buck ever. Maybe maybe the most one of the most polarizing and athletes that's ever played in Tampa. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I I th- I think he's done dumb stuff. Oh I yeah. Think, I think lots of people do and have done dumb stuff. Yeah, yeah. He didn't murder someone. No, he no. Didn't, he, he didn't. I'm gonna say this with quotes. He didn't rape someone. I'm not familiar with him raping someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He hasn't called out teammates. Yeah, yeah. Now, no one, no one, ever says he's a bad locker room person. Right. Here, even through the height of his controversy, no one was ever like, "Yeah, you know what? Yeah, he's he's a bad. I, I don't like I don't like Jameis. Jameis is an asshole. I, I, no one's ever. I, I think I think he's a victim of having have played in Tallahassee, in a state that is hardcore about college football. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. I think because you you played at a school that people hate, and because you're not you're not showing them that you're like that some people hate a, a future Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That they, they immediately assign, well, you're not good enough. Then I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm I'm a Gator, and 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 if you're a Seminole, well, you better be really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's a lot of the haze. Um, so so there's personal, that, personally driven. There's that, and then you've got the PC culture too that expects all athletes to act a certain way all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I don't think you're not talking about like a massive population of people. No, no. So I I, I don't get why you know all, all I can think of is that that people just expected this team to be what like playing for the NFC title game. 
or, or is, it, is it because Fitzpatrick had had some good games and did some good stuff, and therefore, be, be, yeah, no, people, no, nobody people, wants to give James any credit. Yeah, what, people what about are years before that. Yeah. Before that, when 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 James was good and Fitzpatrick wasn't even here. Yeah, he, yeah, he was, yeah. Just, he was just what he was feeding off of what what the team had. Well, what I think a lot of it is them. is that you know he you, had, you couple Jameis screwing up or allegedly screwing up or doing or putting himself in a bad position. Let's put mm-hmm. it that way. He put yeah. himself in a bad position. Okay. At the very least, which which is like so uncommon for seventeen year old kids in college. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. never happens. Or young twenty or twenty somethings <laughs> when he when he first when the, when the Uber incident happened. Okay, you couple that with a group of people who you know, and we talked about this when when this was all kind of coming down. If you felt a certain way about Jameis, you were going to continue feeling that way. Yes, he, he didn't. He didn't gain followers or lose followers. Agreed. You know, he didn't gain haters or lose haters. He, he emboldened haters you know, locally, but he didn't locally. I agree. I think uh, nationally is where he gained followers or haters. Maybe, maybe people who are uh, less privy like to the in, the daily locally, ins and outs I think here, of, of this they watched team, him of play. Team, so. They watched him play, and they either loved him immediately because of where he came from, or they were happy to never have to play him again anymore because of where yeah. he came from. Yeah, yeah, and, and, they, and they just wanted to see him win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he definitely had question marks, I think, in relation to character, I think, prior to being drafted. Yeah, yeah. Again, not having met the man, I feel like he doesn't really have tons and tons of character flaws. No, Because no. I think when you think about people who you want to go to war with, you don't really worry about their character flaws. Yeah, You're yeah. worried about what they're like when they're out in combat. Apparently you don't. I got I one of my best friends did a tour in Iraq and a tour in Afghanistan. And I, I, I hung out with him a few months ago uh, down in he lives in Naples. And he, and he talked a little bit. He didn't talk a little bit about being his service or whatever. But he talks a little bit about you get him. You get him drunk he'll talk talking about it a little bit mm-hmm. and he would tell me the craziest stories about the most questionable people mm-hmm. but he was like but he in the end of the day he, he would absolutely say he's like i out and out i would literally trust this dude with my life yeah and it would be a crazy shit Cause, cause, like, cause it, 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 <laughs> it, it's like yeah there are people out there with question marks to their character but yeah. they're out there fighting the same fights that you are yeah yeah now i would rather have that guy who off the field they say maybe he's done this or done that and it's like okay well on the field i see him do this yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather have that than the guy who says, "Man, they told me they want me to cover Antonio Brown." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, they don't pay me. They don't, they don't pay me enough. They don't pay me for that. Yeah. And the equivalent I came to that too was imagine like a Rays player. Like, I, I, imagine a Rays player who, who's on a bargain contract. Yeah, yeah. And he's having a good year, and all of a sudden, like they're gonna face like the Cy Young winner from last year. Is, yeah, is yeah. he gonna like not play that night? He's like, oh, I, I can't play. My legs hurting. They want me to hit off that guy. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, they, I, they, they ain't paying me enough. Yeah, <laughs> or, or or imagine the the uh, the darling franchise of, of of the city right now, the toast of the town, Lightning. Imagine you know, those guys being like, you know, like I, I don't, I don't. We got to play the NHL champs from last year, man. Yeah. They ain't paying me enough. They ain't paying me enough for that. You know, like you know, I, this was a straight up. That's that one dude and his very very distorted life. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah. man, man, did he screw up saying that? Oh yeah, if yeah, he yeah. wanted to keep playing, yeah, yeah. Open if he wanted, mouth, to, if he wanted to know. retire without announcing, you know what, buddy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, do, Slam do it, yeah, hey, do it, man. <laughs> set the set that set the know, standard set the, the bridge, right there. Set the bridge on fire, like literally, just <laughs> burn the bridge. You know, like I, wow, what can I say? You burned it. I don't know, but yeah. So that, you know, so we'll we'll see what happens. Um, 
I, you know, I feel, I feel pretty good about this. I think the culture thing alone makes me feel good because I think this game, team is good enough to not lose 11 games. And and the, I think putting he in the, that too. I think that's yeah. why he took the job. Yeah, putting the right guy in place, the right staff in place, will at least prove improve that. The other things that have to happen is you got to get Jameis on track. You got to get the guys in front of them to 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 block. Um, you know, you got you got to kind of figure out the running back thing a little bit. Um, I think that'll sort itself out if you build an offensive line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I do agree. You need to have some kind of threat. And, and right now, I, I think they've got a – we don't know how good Ronald Jones is. No, no. I think he was awesome in L.A. He was awesome in L.A. I don't understand That's why – That's why he's here. I don't understand why we didn't see more of that. Yeah, yeah. Because he looked like – now, I don't know if he's an every down back. I still don't think he is. I, I, I think, honestly, his ceiling is being a good third down back. I agree, but yeah. he was like – Lights out third down back capability. Yeah, yeah, he had a nose for the end zone. Yeah, oh at, yeah, at USC. Yeah. He looked like every, yeah. almost every time he touched the ball and he got anywhere near open field, he was hitting it up in the end yeah. zone. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I I don't think he's never down back, but I do think he's an elite third down back. Yeah, I, I think that's potential there. And, and honestly, I look at it like this: Will they look at other options of running back, including every down backs? I think so. I think they have to. I think they have to. But I actually would not give up on Ronald Jones. Oh, I don't think they will. Yeah, so yeah. I think the people running the team are smart enough not to do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, the, the fans will be whatever the fans are going to be. But you can see a bit. You might see a big difference next year. A year in the league, you might see with, a big with the right coaching staff, right now. coaching staff in place. Although the only thing, the only we always talk about this, they didn't draft him. What do what do they think about him? Yeah. Now yeah. Jason likes still there. Yeah, yeah. So Jason the guy Like who drafted the manager actually is still so, there. So, so Jason Like probably can still vouch for him. Yeah. But I do agree. I, I think they need a first, second down back who can also play on third down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't think Peyton Barber is incapable. No, I think but, he did everything he could do. But he's got to have one of the lowest ceilings of all the starting running backs out there. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I, I, it almost feels like he's close I, to that ceiling. I'm going to give you a name out there that I think should be available. And they're familiar with him being by being in the division. You think Tevin Coleman could be the starting running back here next year? I think he'd be an upgrade. He stays healthy, he could be an upgrade. Will it will he be? Maybe. They'll look at him. They'll look at him. It's, there's no thought, cla- there's no clause like you thought, can't trade with it, you can't go within the division or whatever. I thought Tevin was good uh when he was in Bloomington. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. Indiana. Yeah, yeah. I, I and I thought he got drafted into the wrong situation. Yeah, it's kind of weird because he, it was almost like, well, okay, we're going to try him out. We're going to try Freeman out. And Tevin Coleman was probably playing a little better than Freeman to begin with. But then he got, he hurt, got, he got hurt. And Freeman took over. And then yeah. all of a sudden their offense took off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't blame never, them for doing they never what they looked did. Back. And they, yeah. gave, they, gave Tevin, they gave Freeman a contract immediately after that. And then the writing was on the wall for Tevin. It's okay, well, you know, be productive, do what you can. Yeah, you know, but yeah. but you know what? As far as I can tell, he was a pro about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't seem like there was any issues. I, I'm not, I'm not aware of any issues that that he had that mm-hmm. they had with him or whatever. So, so that might be something. You know, so you do those things. You get you keep the defense on track, keep them improving, hope that your that your secondary grows and maybe gets better without Grimes there. They probably will actually. Yeah. You know, so I yeah. Mean, I mean, let's face it. Uh, did. did Grimes at his age was not going to get another contract unless it was going to be another one year deal, and it would have yeah. been that for 
it would have been for not enough money for him to have to cover somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> anybody. <laughs> you only pay like $3 million? <laughs> I, w- I won't cover kids in college for that much. <laughs> uh, I, I think that they're going to lose Little Honk, unfortunately. They and, 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 and it's easy to like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's easy to like him, but I, I feel like he is, he's going to be a luxury. Yeah, yeah. And he's not a luxury that they're going to be able to afford unless they make some large changes. Yeah, yeah. If there's large personnel changes that we're not accounting for, maybe they give him a contract. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Will Gerald McCoy play for this team? I think he is literally exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) I think it's going to come down to how badly do you want to keep people like Adam Humphreys? Yeah, yeah. How important is Adam Humphreys to you being a playoff team next year? Yeah. Versus how important is having Gerald McCoy in the locker room. Right. Yeah. Um, I think they keep McCoy. I think they let Humphreys walk. They've got Justin Watson, who they already drafted. If Will Renfro is there anywhere past, I don't know. Like if, if Will, if, I think Will Renfro, yeah. I, I think if he's there in the fourth round, it's hard to take say Hunter no. Take Renfro. Just take him. Take it's, him. It's hard to say no. I feel, I feel he, like I he, tell you, like when we're texting. He looks like an NFL player yeah. playing in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's crazy because he's not as fast as the people he's going against. No, He's no. not as strong. He's not as big. And yet he's out there playing with them every day, running every snap. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and schooling them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they, they got Clemson has like elite athletes playing wide receiver. Like, yeah, of course, it sounds like, oh, duh, they well, have elite well, athletes. Well, they have elite but, athletes and they have Will Renfro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wide receivers specifically, they have dudes that are like literally like like they have grown men playing wide receiver, and, and a little white guy who who catches like freaking eighty catches a season, and and like, <laughs> like, and it's yeah, like so. a third and a third and twelve, and the game's in the line, and that's yeah. who you're going to. Yeah, yeah, and and, and the DBs know they're going to throw at him. Yeah, the yeah. coaching staffs on the other side know they're going to throw at him, and they yeah. still can't and they, stop and they can't, it. Can't stop it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I, I mean, th- there's something to be said about that guy. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. He, yeah. I think he is a almost manufactured position of the NFL now, where it's your your, your what's your position? I'm slot receiver. Yeah, yeah. It's its own <laughs> position. You're not just a receiver. You're right. you're in you're a slot receiver. You're I'm in a, the slot. I'm, I'm a slot receiver. Yeah and, yeah. and I think the advantage is I I get to line up off the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Uh, you can't press me. Uh, I have technical skills yeah yeah you know yeah uh, almost like liam neeson uh, yeah he's a certain set of skills i have a very specific set of skills <laughs> make myself a nightmare for dbs like you <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but but it's true though he does because no, yeah. uh, oh, you, yeah. you can't put him out wide no, no. You, you, you can't send him in motion and say yeah we're, we're gonna run like a fake fake pitch to you or something you know yeah, we're, we're, yeah. Not, we're not gonna run jet sweeps with him yeah uh but he has a very particular set of skills yeah yeah yeah, and, yep, yet, and sure. yet he's a matchup nightmare. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think Little Honk's going to make five, six, seven million a year. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere, yeah, doing also the same a thing. Guy ironically yeah. enough. So yeah, so yeah, for sure, for sure. So so yeah, no. So we'll see. This there's a lot of excitement. I'm excited. You're excited. Uh, they got a lot of work ahead of them. I, I don't think I don't think uh, Bucko Bruce would, would deny that. But they there's a lot of potential there, and I think it's definitely going to be upgrade over, over what we have now. So so for now, the mics are off, glasses are full, glasses are empty. Might have to fill them back up. <laughs> <laughs> this is Balls of Brew.